الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال كلا إن معي ربي سيهدين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم It's difficult for us to feel lonely Yet if you look across the country the emotion of loneliness is on the rise if you look across the country, the emotion of loneliness is on the rise. There was a recent survey that was well designed about a little over a year ago. In fact, this data that was presented was before the pandemic had come. So you can imagine, you know, things can only have gotten worse. But this is before the pandemic, maybe a month or two before it had come out. And it showed that about three in five Americans say they feel lonely part or all of the time. Three in five Americans feel lonely part or all of the time. Uh, and what they found is that those that are very heavy social media users tend to have the highest rates of loneliness. Those that use social media very heavily tend to have the highest rates of loneliness. And it, and it makes sense, right? I mean, people that feel extreme loneliness, they're going to do whatever they can to try to resolve that matter. And so then they become very active on social media, hoping that they can, you know, uh, basically reverse the problem, right? Uh, so chicken or the egg is a bit of a debate, but we know that exists. Uh, but anyone of, anyone, any one of us that's experienced loneliness, we know how difficult it can be. And imagine if you're someone who feels loneliness, you know, most of the time. It's a very difficult emotion to deal with. It's very challenging. Because human beings, we desire good company. And in particular, we like to be with others. We like to be with others. You know, the, the, the meaning really is, uh, or the, the word to best explain this is uh, like withness. It's, 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 it's actually a word, withness. To be this feeling or this need of being with someone or something at, at all times, right? Um, and so as believers, we know that, okay, or as human beings, we know that, okay, we can't always be with an individual. That's just not possible. Yes, we can be if we have a family, a house, children, a spouse, etc., then we can be with somebody, but not all the time. But how is it that we can be, you know, have this feeling of witness all of the time? And so in the science of Islamic spirituality, the scholars term this this. Um, withness, you can say, or togetherness as ma'iya, as ma'iya, withness, to be with. And in particular, it applies to us and our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What do I mean? One of the higher states of a person's connection with Allah ta'ala in their deen is when they've established such a deep connection that they can say, I am with my Allah. I am with my Allah. Or, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with me. Not with me part of the time, or when I'm in the masjid, or when I'm on the musalla, or when I'm reciting Quran. 
But Allah Ta'ala is with me and I am with Allah Ta'ala 24-7, 365 days a year. That's a very, very high spiritual state that one tries to achieve. Now, let's tie this back into the discussion two weeks ago. If you remember, we were talking about the verse of the Qur'an that the Sahaba had recited and in comes a narration that many other people of piety, including Ibrahim recited, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ This is a statement that we make. It's from the Qur'an. It's from the adhkar that we recite in this gathering that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala suffices me. He's sufficient for me. وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ And what an amazing guardian, protecting friend, representative he is. Right? And we spent a lot of time discussing this. And if, if you miss that discussion, the recording is available online. That's one, sta- that, that's one uh, way of looking at our, our relationship with Allah Ta'ala. Right? That, look, I don't need anybody but Allah. And if I have my Allah with me at all times, and if I'm connected with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, then that is sufficient for me. We said how a child, when they're, when they're removed physically from their parents, the separation anxiety is created. This can last for many months, sometimes years. And it's only when they come close to their parents that they feel uh, at ease. And the believer is the same way with Allah Ta'ala. We talked about this last time. Meaning that if my Allah is, if my connection with my, my Allah is intact, then that is all I need, and whatever else that comes sec- is just secondary to that. But if my connection with Allah Taala has been removed, or it's been interrupted or disrupted, then that's highly problematic. And as a believer, I'm very uncomfortable with it because this is the best guardian. This being has my best interest in mind, has what has, um, uh, and is my best representative. How it, and he's, suffi- he's sufficient for me and he suffices me in every which way, shape, and form. So we talked about that last time. But I'm, I, I want to bring this from a slightly different angle but similar. And that is, okay, what about us being with Allah? Like what, what references come in the Qur'an when it comes w- with regards to this? So a few places. One is relevant to, today, to, to the time we're in right now. Right, We're in the first few days of Muharram. And we know that the reason that Muharram is so valued in the eyes of Allah Ta'ala is because this is the day that Musa alayhi salam has separated from Fir'aun. Right? We know that this was the day that, the, that, that uh, Musa alayhi salam and his people were freed from Fir'aun. So what happened? Right? This occurred on the 10th of Muharram, which is just within a couple of days. And so the discussion ties in very nicely. And it's a good reminder for all of us. So look, look, at the, look at the circumstance and situation. That Musa salam and his people, the Bani Israel, are running away from Fir'aun. Fir'aun is coming after them. And eventually they reach this point where they're in front of the Red Sea. The sea is before them. And there's an army ready to take them down behind them. And they're right before. And Allah Ta'ala mentions this in the Qur'an. In Surah Shu'ara. فَلَمَّا تَرَى الْجَمْعَانِ قَالَ أَصْحَابُ مُوسَى That when they saw this group of people behind them, and they're now at the... You could say the, the bed of the Red Sea, like they're literally a sea's in front of them, and there's nowhere for them to go. The Qala Ashabu Musa, the people of Musa and his companions said, Inna la mudrakun. Right? Like, what are we to do now? Like, this, this is a predicament. What now? And look at the response of Musa alayhi salam. He says, Qala kalla. Right? He says, No. Like, hold on a second here. And look at his statement, right? <laughs> very, it's very powerful, it's very deep. We may overlook it. He says, he says, Verily my Lord is with me. With me. Inna ma'iya rabbi. This word of ma'a, ma'a, which means with. And ma'i, in his case, he's saying with me. Right? We're talking about ma'iya. Keep that in mind. 
The first thing he says to calm them down and remind them is that, look, no matter what circumstance we find ourselves in, at any given point in time, and even in the most dire of circumstances, where there's a sea before us, we have a big group of people consistent of adults and children and etc. and etc. And we're all here, and there's this army that's been uh, uh, that's wreaking havoc on us for so long, and now they've, they've come and they've pushed us against this waterfront. And we have nowhere to go. The first thing he says to them isn't, I have a plan. It isn't, you know, we got this, don't worry. Nobody, you know, don't worry, you know, uh, this is under control. We'll figure out some way. The first thing he says is, hold on. Hold on a moment. What? Allah, my Lord, is with me. With me. He's with me. So you don't have any reason to worry. If Allah is with you or with me, then there is no reason for you to have to worry ever. Not in this circumstance, which is the most extreme, and not in any other circumstance that you find yourself in. If your Allah is with you, if my Allah is with me, then I don't have anything to worry about. And he's telling them this. Now you could say, well this is the maqam of a prophet. Right? So yes, when it comes to the prophets and their connection with Allah Ta'ala, it's very deep. And prophets receive wahi directly from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. We know that. So you could say, okay, well this is from a prophet. And a prophet is saying, Allah is with me. None of us can ever reach that state of, of ma'iyah, you can say. And that's true. We'll never reach that degree of connection with our Creator. But look at another example. In a similar circumstance, the Prophet and Abu Bakr are now going, leaving for the Hijrah and they have to travel from Mecca to Medina but on the way there is uh, there, there are a number of the Quraysh that are ready to attack them and or, or that are ready to find them right and this you know um, very high reward is given to anyone that can find the Prophet dead or alive so now all of the Quraysh of Mecca are literally just dispersing across the cities and the valleys and the mountains trying to find the Prophet and Abu Bakr and they should bring them back dead or alive. So what happens? They go and they're hiding in this cave. And we know the story. We, we go in the, we, we, they go and they hide in, uh, in this cave, right? In Thawr. Now when they're hiding in that cave, what does the Prophet tell Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu? Now, it's so powerful, the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, that Allah Ta'ala actually narrates this statement in the Qur'an. Right? إِذْ قَالَ لِصَاحِبِهِ إِذْ هُمَا فِي الْغَارِ When they are in the cave. Right? The Prophet ﷺ, when the two of them are in the cave. إِذْ يَقُولُ لِصَاحِبِهِ When he says to his companion, referring to Abu Bakr anhu, Prophet ﷺ says, لَا تَحْزَن Don't fear, don't worry. Don't worry. Why? Why? Because I have a way out? Right? Don't worry because, you know, we'll be taken care of? No. The first thing that the Prophet ﷺ says is, Don't worry. Inna allaha ma'ana. Verily, Allah Ta'ala is with us. With us. Meaning that if, again, going back to this general principle, the Prophet ﷺ is saying, that if Allah is with us, then why would you or why should you have any concern, worry, or fear? In this extreme circumstance, which is akin to the circumstance of Musa and Fir'aun. Again, they're in a situation, Musa and his people, there's water in front of them, an army behind them, what's going to happen? And what ends up happening? Say Allah Ta'ala tells Musa put your staff on the thing, the water separates, and now they, they were able to escape and Fir'aun drowns. What an amazing, what an amazing circumstance that we celebrate this you know, many, many years later through fasting on the 10th of Muharram. 
Similarly, the Prophet in such a dire circumstance where they're being chased through the streets of, through Mecca, and, and anyone can find them at any given point in time, and they have to be in this cave, and they're at this cave where now it's not at the Quraysh are sitting at the bottom of the mountain, and you know the Prophet is saying this. This is the Quraysh have come so close that they've actually seen the uh, the entrance of the cave. <clears throat> They can see the entrance of the cave. And the Prophet and Abu Bakr can see the feet of the Quraysh. All they have to do is look inside. right? And that's it. They're done. So even in this extreme circumstance, when not just the lives of Abu Bakr and the Prophet were on the line, but so is all of Islam. And for, for, for centuries to come on the line, at this moment, the statement of the Prophet to Abu Bakr is, don't you worry. Why? Allah Ta'ala is with us. Allah Ta'ala is with us. And Abu Bakr is not a prophet. The Prophet didn't say in this circumstance, like Musa said, Rabbi, My Lord is with me. The Prophet said, he didn't say that my Lord is with me. He said, Allah is with both of us. You, an ordinary human being, obviously from our standpoint, he's a Sahabi, right? So that's, uh, but in terms of, uh, he's not a prophet. He's not someone who's receiving wahi. Allah Ta'ala is with you and he is with me. Very powerful, very powerful. Just one final example from the Quran, and it comes in Surah Al-Hadid when Allah Taala again talking about Maria, right? He says Allah Taala says in the Quran when He describes خلق السماوات والأرض في ستة أيام, He talks about the creation of the heavens and the earth, and then Allah Taala says, وَهُوَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَمَا كُنْتُمْ that He Allah Taala is with you wherever you may be. Allah Ta'ala is with you wherever you may be. So we see this, this notion of withness coming in many places in the Quran, examples from the prophets that have come before us and the Sahaba or and the Sahabi. So it's something that we too should think about deeply. Right? The, the, even though it's just one word that's really consistent of two letters, it, it, you know, it's invaluable. Its meanings are invaluable. Its, uh, its depth is, um, uh, is beyond what we can imagine. Beyond what we can imagine. <clears throat> Which is why, you know, it's easy for us to say that, look, my Allah is with me. Right? Allah is watching me. I'm with Allah, etc. It's another thing to be able to reach a state, uh, a spiritual state where we truly live our lives, firmly understanding and believing and recognizing that my Allah is with me. In fact, in the uh, in, in 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 the science of, of of again Islamic spirituality, in some of the higher lessons when someone's training to be training in the in the science of Islamic spirituality, one of the most advanced lessons is the lesson of Maria, which is that I now have now I've developed my relationship with my Allah and that I perform salah. You know, I respect the laws of Allah. I follow the Sunnah of the Prophet But then you keep elevating and escalating in your station with Allah Taala. And one of the highest stations is that of Maria, when a person truly feels that they are with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Again, not to the extent of being like a prophet is with Allah. We can never achieve that. We're, we're ordinary human beings. But still, be living our daily lives as if we are truly with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He himself says, Now there's two ways to think about this, and I'll, I'll conclude with this, right? Uh, and I really want us to think deeply about this. When we think, okay, my Allah is with me, or let's put it this way, yeah, my Allah is with me. 
What does that mean? It takes on two main meanings. One is that, look, Allah is watching me at any given point in time. So at a beginner level, this station protects me from doing things that are displeasing to Allah Ta'ala. Because if I recognize that my Allah is with me at all times, that means He's watching my every move. Which means that I can't sin. I feel very ashamed of sinning because I recognize that my Allah is with me at all times. That means that I will not delay a prayer. Because if I delay a prayer, I know that my Allah is always with me, even if, you know, uh, in any given, in any circumstance possible, my Allah is with me, and I will do nothing to displease my Allah. That's the beginning stage. But the second deeper meaning, and that's relevant as well, just as relevant, but the second is going back to that discussion of loneliness that I started with, and that is to be so comfortable with ourselves and at peace because I have my Allah with me. Like, I don't ever need to feel alone. I don't ever need to have to deal with the emotions and the challenges and the difficulties of loneliness because I have my Allah to fulfill my every need and desire and, and, to, fulfill, and, and to fill whichever void may be present in my life. Going back to Ni'mal Wakil, right, last week, or Hasbun Allah, that Allah suffices me, and I tie this back into Ma'iyah, right? How? Because even though I may be comp- by myself, you know, and, and I may feel this, this feeling of loneliness, etc., I always have my Allah with me. Which means that in times of difficulty, I have my Allah with me. In times of disturbance, I have my Allah with me. Uh, in times of trial and tribulation, I have my Allah with me. When I'm just by myself and at home and I'm wondering what I should be doing with my time, I have my Allah with me that I can you know, remember and make dua to and pray to and discuss things with, etc., etc. You know, the people of piety, when they would have some difficulty, uh, they wouldn't go and rant and tell the rest of the world what difficulties they're experiencing and how challenging things are, they would just speak with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they knew that they're with Allah. Allah is there. He's in every conversation. I could be talking to you, but my Allah is there and witnessing it, right? He's there whether there's somebody present or not. So why not discuss these sorts of things with my Allah? Now, the only way that we'll ever achieve that is, again, is if we work toward this degree of spirituality, which is ma'iyah, which is that I need to now train myself spiritually so that I'm not just at this base level of I'm going to worship Allah when the time is right or when the time comes in or when I'm at the masjid or when I'm around good company. No, it's that I am always with my Allah. I need to train myself so that I can internalize this state so that 24-7 my, I, I have a deep and maintained connection with my Allah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a tawfiq to appreciate the reality of, of witness and being with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah, ta'ala, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify our hearts so that we may be in constant connection with Him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to perceive any distance that may develop in our relationship with Him and may He never separate Himself from us. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil